And truly, God is an awesome, awesome God. This morning we'll be in Matthew chapter 1, St. Matthew chapter 1, a preview of his person, Matthew chapter 1, and I, verse 21 and 22 is my text. We get to say amen. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, and I'm going to stop right there, a preview of his person. Biblical prophecy is an anticipation of something which is coming, a fact of the future. Biblical arrangement is a fixture created to fashion circumstances. Biblical appointment is when something has been calculated into time and there is, amen, an expectation connected with its coming. But biblical arrival is a conclusion of God's original counsel. The birth of Jesus Christ was prophetically anticipated for thousands of years as the prophets of old spake of his coming. Amen. That a God-centered arrangement was confirmed as God handles history. And then there was an appointment, a pre-timing, a predestined of God's will and wisdom. And so there are no coincidences in the Bible that whatever God does, he does out of who he is. And understand, when God deems something to take place, nothing can stop it. Who shall say unto the potter, why have you made me this way? Because the potter has power over the clay. I was in a state of depression about a week and a half ago, and, and, and the, Lord, the Lord told me to open up the word, and he led me to a scripture when Jesus was in the garden praying to sweat like drops of blood was falling off his brow. And as he was praying, um, he said, Father, I don't want to drink this cup. Nevertheless, not my will, but may thine will be done. But then the verse went a little further. And, and God said, now pay attention because here I'm speaking to you. And Jesus said, shall not I drink the cup 
that has been prepared for me. God has a cup that all of us got to drink. And that cup, amen, is not always bad things, but many times it's difficult things that we have to take in by faith. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so it's here, it's here that, that, that Moses, Isaiah, Micah, Hosea, David, Zechariah, Daniel, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and other prophesied about the coming of our sin bearer, Jesus Christ, our Savior, our supreme Messiah. They prophesied. Now, now let me stop Paul's in part because the word prophecy is pro in the Greek, pro, that means forth, and feme to speak. It's to speak forth. It's a Amen. Prophetia is the speaking forth of the mind and counsel of God. Though much prophecy is predictive, talking about future, there, there, there are facets of prophecy that are present and will be future, amen, that deals with the word, will, way, and wisdom of God. That these holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Interesting. You know, Hosea 11.1, 1, don't turn. Hosea, the prophet of love. Hosea knew about love because God told him to go down to the marketplace and choose a wife of whoredoms and love her. As you loved her is the way I'm going to love Israel, beyond her sin. And, and in Hosea 11.1, 1, it says uh, that God hath called his son out of Egypt. Contextually, in the present tense, he called, listen to the pastor, he called his national son called Israel out of Egypt. But the far-reaching predictive, amen, uh, definition is he called his special son Jesus out of Egypt. So God meticulously handles history so it all fits what the prophets preach. I wish I had a witness up in here. And, and, and so St. Matthew's gospel begins with a genealogy that's Jewish. Amen. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move through a lot of this because it's Jewish because it starts with Abraham. Amen. And it talks about the... It calls Jesus the son of Abraham, which means promises, the son of David, which is positional, that Joseph, the stepfather of Jesus, listen, he had legal rights while Mary had throne rights in their genealogy. Without Joseph being married to Jesus, Jesus could not be on the throne. He would have had throne rights but no legal rights. He would have had legal rights with no throne rights. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so, child of God, when you begin to look at the genealogy, the genealogy, the genealogy, the ancestry in Matthew chapter 1, it becomes very, very interesting and is here we'll see the anticipation of his arrival, which we call prophecy. And look what it says, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, son of David, throne, son of Abraham, promises. Don't miss this. It does not go back to Adam. It's Jewish. It goes back to the father of the Jews, Abraham. 
Do I have a witness? And, 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 and what's most peculiar here, we said it this morning, is that the recipients of grace in this genealogy, how in the world, in the genealogy, in the roots, in the ancestry of Jesus, could Jesus, could God possibly use the people in this genealogy to bring out the perfected Son of God? I want you to see this because there are five questionable women in here. Verse 3, Tamar. Are you with me? Well, who was Tamar? I'm glad you had Genesis 28. She posed as a prostitute, a harlot, to seduce Judah. Tamar. Uh-huh. Rahab was a harlot. In fact, her last name was Harlot. Rahab the harlot. She put spies up for Joshua. Joshua chapter 2. Do I have a witness? Ruth the Moabitess, she wasn't a prostitute, but she was, she was from the tribe of Moab, which was not Jewish. And she gleaned at Boaz's feet. She couldn't marry Boaz until, uh, amen, a nearer, Lord have mercy, redeemer had negotiated the rights. Yeah. Mm. And then, of course, you have Bathsheba. Bathsheba was the wife of Uriah the Hittite, and Bathsheba committed adultery with David. And then you have Mary, verse 16, who lived with a stigma of being pregnant out of wedlock. So they called Jesus a bastard. You don't have a daddy. Five questionable women, all which reflect grace. Now, you don't need to get quiet because your name, my name, wouldn't have, been, wouldn't have been right down there either. Do I have a witness? Raymond Gordon, Lord have mercy. How in the world he get in there? See, if God ever, Lord have mercy, dealt with us according to our sins, if he ever rewarded us according to our iniquities, we all would run out of this place. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. And people that are blind as a bat with sunglasses on got the audacity and the audaciousness to think they're worth something. My God. The anticipation. Mm. I don't want you to miss this anticipation. Amen. That's going on here where God creates this anticipation for the arrival of his son. Mm. Going all the way back to Genesis 3.15, which we call the first gospel. Now, listen what it says. God... Uh, God is talking to the devil and her seed will destroy your seed. Are y'all getting that? The seed of Eve, singular seed, was Jesus. He didn't say seeds. Seeds deal with nation. The singular seed is going to destroy the singular seed of the devil. 
And 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 so we see we see we see this we see this we see this anticipation in this in this great genealogy of chapter one. But secondly, we see the arrangement of his arrival, not just the anticipation, but the arrangement of his arrival, which is the providence. God's providence is what we call pro-video in the Greek. It is a video before a time where God, listen, arranges all of the circumstances. Now stop, Paul's in part. I know some of you are skeptical about this. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't believe that. Uh, uh, you keep thinking you calling your own shots. You, you better, and, and I said it on a Wednesday night at the court, everybody got quiet, you could hear a pin drop. You better differentiate the sovereignty of God from your sinful decisions. The fact that you still alive, sovereignty got in. Do I have a witness? The fact you still clothed in your right mind, the sovereignty of God got in. In other words, God overruled stuff in your life and my life so we could still be alive. He overruled drugs. He overruled venereal diseases. Uh, you ain't got to say, man, look at the clock. He, he overruled your bad decisions. He, he overruled certain things in your life so you could make it this far. I've come this far by faith. Can I get a witness? Leaning on the Lord. Don't you ever think it was you that brought you to this far? Uh, people are like, well, you know, I, I, got, I got my degree. I got my undergraduate, my master's. I'm working on my doctorate. Keep it up. Keep it up. Ah, 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 ah. You better wake up and smell a coffee. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Do I have a witness? And, and, and Jesus said, without me, nothing. Didn't he say that? Uh, without me, you can do nothing. Look at the arrangement here, the pro video. Look at verse 17 of chapter 1. Come on. Verse 17, chapter 1. We're going back. We, you know, we're doing good. Praise the Lord. So all the generations of Abraham to David. Now watch this. 14. From David to the Babylonian captivity, 14. From the Babylonian captivity to the birth of Christ, 14. 14 times 3 is 42 burden generations. God says, I was walking through 42 burden generations in order to appear. Do I have a witness? I was influencing folk. I, I was leading. I was rebuking. I, I, and, and, and when you really do a timeline, and this is, this is a little meaty, when you do a timeline through Scripture, Adam and Eve is 4,000 B.C., Abraham is 2,000 B.C., because we're going backwards, David is 1,000 B.C., and Jesus is 4 B.C. So what does that mean? Well, if Adam is 4,000 B.C., if Abraham is 2,000 B.C., at Moses is 1,500 B.C., so the timeline is... 4,000, 2,000, 1,500, David is 1,000 B.C. Why? Because Christ is going to reign 1,000 years, and he's the son of David on earth. This is prophetically. So from Abraham, 2,000 B.C., going backwards, to David is 1,000 years. From David to the captivity of Babylon, not Medes and Persians, not Greeks, Alexander the Great, not Rome, but Babylon. Hanging there with me. The first deportation was 606 B.C. 
than 597 B.C., than 586 B.C. So when we go from Abraham to David, that's 1,000, from David to Babylonian, Lord have me, that's 400 years, and then from uh, the, listen, listen and, then, and then from the Babylonian captivity to the birth of Christ, that's 4 B.C., that's 400 more years. So we're talking almost 2,000 years that the 42 burdened generations was carrying a message, passing it down. Lord have mercy. And, 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 it, and it talks about, amen, that, that, that this, this, this arrangement had a time factor to it. It was, an, it, it, was, it was an arrangement that gave an appointment. See, all appointments were made by God before he said, let there be light. If you think God was caught off guard in any way, you out of your military mind. In fact, when you, when you, amen, when you look at history, God was saying, okay, let, listen, when you look at eternity and then look at time and history and in Ezekiel 28, when Lucifer acted up in heaven and took one third of the angels, God looked at his proverbial clock and said, you're on, Satan. Go for it. And he was kicked out of heaven. Jesus said, I saw you falling like lightning. There, there was no gang on the sky. There was no tussle and rustle of good, good angels and bad angels. The Bible says him and a third of heaven fell like lightning. Are y'all getting this? And, 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 and so, child of God, child of God, child of God, God arranged all of this stuff. Now, look what he says in verse 18. Are you with me? Hanging there with me now. Now, now. now, first of all, there's a time factor before we get to that. Galatians 4.4 4 says, but in the fullness of time, at the right time, in the nick of time, God sent forth his son, made Amen. Uh, sent forth his son, divinity, made of a woman, humanity, and born under law, restriction, to redeem them that was under law, liberty. You'll get that on the way home. Why does Galatians 4.4 say the fullness of time? Because here's what God did throughout the annals of history. He said, well, my son is ushering in, and we got the kingdoms of Babylon, Medes, Persians, Greeks, with Alexander the Great, and, and, and then we got Rome in 165 B.C. And what Rome is going to do to prepare the way for my son, they're going to build roads so my son can walk on roads. They're going to bring in the crucifixion so my son can die between heaven and hell. Y'all not getting this. Can I get a witness? Uh, they, they are going to give credence to the Pharisees, Sadducees, and Jews who want me to overthrow the Roman government, and they want me to be a lion instead of a lamb. That child, 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 child of God, that the, the, the arrangement here is deep. There's a time factor to it. But secondly, hang in there with me now, it's not only a time factor, that, uh, God starts tampering with this boy's thoughts. Look at verse 18. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise when as his mother Mary was a spouse, a spouse is uh, engaged, it's a one year betrothal period in which you're legally married, but you can't touch him. Yeah. Before they came together sexually, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. So, 
we're starting to get into some thought processes. That's amazing. And we need to applaud Joseph. I told you, sister, go and come home to me. I'm pregnant and it's, a, and it's the Holy Ghost. We got problems now. And I ain't praying. Are you getting this? Bad enough, two of the babies came out real light. The other one came out dark. I said, oh, what's up here, Doc? What's up here? This ain't my DNA. Then I saw the news. I said, yeah, she belongs to me. Hmm. Lord, have mercy. I've had people say, no, it goes back to the great-grandparents and to the grandparents. I don't want to hear that. When I'm in the waiting room waiting, it's got to look like me, Doc. Do I have a witness? <sighs> but, but Joseph, it's tight, ain't it tight? Yeah, it's tight, Doc. But, but Joseph, verse 19, then Joseph, her husband, being a just man, he was godly, not willing to make a public example of her, he was gracious, was minded to put her away properly. He could have had her killed because adultery was, uh, amen, the sentence on adultery was stoner. John 8. What a man. And while he's thinking on these things, verse 20, while he thought on these things, an angel appeared and said unto him, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary, thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Now, I can't spend too much time on this. The embryo of a baby is in a bag. It's connected to the mother's body. Mary was a sinner who had a sin nature. So the Holy Ghost had to surround the baby and protect it from her nature. So the baby would be holy. Some doctors will tell you that the blood comes from the father. Leave that one alone. The blood, the blood, the blood source comes from that, that when you look at all of this, the miraculous birth was that the Holy Ghost got into Mary's womb and played traffic cop. Your nature will not touch this baby. Your umbilical cord will probably be blocked off. Lord have mercy. Uh, uh, your fallopian tube. I said Philippian across the street. Your fallopian tube, amen, will, will, will have to be protected. That, 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 see, child of God, we, we have a problem because, and while he thought on this thing, uh, uh, the angel said, verse 21, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, Joshua, Joshua, Savior, are y'all with me? For he shall save, personal pronoun, his people 
from their sins. Now, on Wednesdays, we've been talking, we've been using the acronym TULIP, a Calvinistic term by one of the church fathers, Calvin, who preached against Arminianism, a work system. Calvin's whole theology was it's all grace. T is total depravity. There's nothing in man that can make him better. There's nothing in man that God can use. For all have sinned, fallen short of glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. Total depravity, and then <laughs> you is unconditional election. God chooses who he wants to choose. Saved. 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 Oh, is that fair? No. If God chose one, that's fair. Because all should be in hell. I'm preaching up in this place now. Unconditional election and then uh, to lup, L, is limited atonement. Limited atonement is right here. Jesus only died for his people. If Jesus died for everybody, then nobody's going to hell. Unlimited atonement says everybody's going to heaven. Jesus died. Jesus didn't die for everybody. He died. And, and see, here's the thing. Here's how you know Jesus died for you. Here's how you know because he has given you a faith that's not yours to believe his report. Do I have a witness? Oh, this thing. See, this is, I'm, I know you're choking. I know this is deep doctrine. For by grace, love you don't deserve, are you saved? Through faith, that faith is not yours. It's a gift of God, lest any man should boast. So you sit up here saying, well, you know what? I believe the report. I believe Jesus, Son of God. I believe he died for all my sins. I believe he was buried and he rose again. And then in contrition, not education, not, hist not history, but in contrition, you cry out, Lord, what must I do to be saved? Lord, save Save me, and God says, you're saved. Yeah. How did you get saved? By believing my report. Yeah. That Jesus died in your place for my sins. Can I get a witness? Amen. Yeah. I know we got some of the millennials out there, and they belong to Bedside Baptist Church. A lot of them don't come to church. They're, well, I'm saved. I don't, need, I don't need church there. Keep it up. Yeah, you, you ain't going to lose your salvation, but God got other ways to move you. See, we had no option about church. Nobody asked me, do you want to go to church? Can I get a witness? Usher board, choir, everything else, Sunday school. Can I get a witness? Ah, believe that went long. Mm. I keep telling y'all. We had rules and relationships, but the rules were strong in relationships. If a plate was on your table, you was loved. How many plates for, how many in the family for were you loved? You don't need all that hugging and kissing, you eating. And when Christmas time came, we all got baffled. I live in South Philly, we had no chimneys. Well, how's he getting in here? Well, we'll leave the door. I knew that was a lie, Doc. I knew that was a lie. I, I knew they were going to leave that door open all night. You mess around, somebody have you on your lap going, ho, ho, ho. You, you know, we, we, we couldn't fathom this stuff. 
Lord have mercy. Thank you, Jesus. Limited atonement is followed in this acronym by two lip I. What is that? Irresistible grace. When God calls, you got to go. Then the perseverance of the saints to pee. Nothing can snatch away our salvation. Do I have a witness? So, so child of God, he says he came to save his people from our sin. Now, 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 now check it out. And then, and then you got the, you got the transition. Uh, amen. You got the transformation. Verse 24. Amen. Look what it says. Then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel had bidden him. Amen. And, and the angel had told him all this was done. Verse 22, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by, uh, of the Lord, by the prophet saying, behold, a virgin. This is Isaiah talking. And his name is Emmanuel. El suffix or prefix is God, meaning God with us. Are you getting that? Then Joseph being raised from sleep did as the angel had bidden him and took him his wife, and look how the Holy Spirit protects the authenticity of purity. And he knew her not sexually till she had brought forth her firstborn and called his name Jesus. People say, well, I, I, I struggle. I don't, how can God make a young girl pregnant? And she don't know a man. Well, how can God make a black cow eat green grass and give white milk? How can God let the moon and the sun take shifts and then never leave? See, once you start getting into the house, in fact, here's the big, biggest miracle, how you get here this morning. As messed up as we was, how in the world did I get to this place? Can I get it? When, when, when I think about the goodness of Jesus, and child, and child of God, child of God, child of God, child of God, so Joseph made Mary his wife. Mm. We not only see the anticipation and the arrangement with appointment, but we see the adoration of his arrival, his praise. Uh, now go back to Luke, to your right. We're almost finished. Go back to Luke. I'm trying to give you... Uh, go back to Luke. Amen. Luke's genealogy is all the way back to Adam because Jesus is seen as the son of man. Son of man is, deals with his humanity. He deals with the Gentiles. Are you with me? In Luke chapter 2, verse 1, look what God does in this matter of arranging by appointment, the adoration of his praise. Now, let me stop, because I said this this morning. When God wants to get praise, God's going to do some arrangements that may cause you discomfort in order to praise his name. He might have to put you on your back before you learn to praise his name. He may let your children get in trouble before you learn to praise his name. Can I get a witness? He can let something happen so you stop gossiping to praise his name. Do I have a witness? 
See, child of God, and, 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 and here, 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 in chapter 2, he, 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 we, we, see, we see him driving God's purposes. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Now, this taxation said that uh, the taxation called for a taxi cab. The taxation called for Uber. The, ta the taxation called them to leave one place and get to another. Now, now wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. What do, you, what do you mean by that, preacher? Well, God needed Joseph and Mary in Bethlehem. Because Bethlehem, Micah 5.2, was the place where the Messiah was to be born. They were in Galilee. So God said, let me see what I need to do to move Raymond Gordon from where he is to where he needs to be so I can fulfill my scripture. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and as they're returning back to Bethlehem, house of bread, Bethlehem, house of God, Bethlehem, as they're returning back, amen, 2-5. Look what it says, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. She's probably in her last trimester. So it was, wow, they were there. The days were accomplished. See, God can walk you right smack dab into his will. Do I have a witness? And, and, and one year I preached this, they went through snow on a donkey. Yeah, can I get a witness? They, they had to go through some rugged. Now, now, one would think, a victim would say, well, if I'm having your child, God, why do I have to go through all this? Can I get a witness? Sometimes when God's got you doing something, he lets you go through difficulties. So you and I learn to depend on him. And, and it becomes, it becomes, listen, it, become, it becomes a historical problem. If God brought me out of the military after seven years during Vietnam, then God is able to get me to see tomorrow morning. If God came in my life and dealt with all my inward sin, and there was a lot of it, and I'm still sinful, but God has rooted out a whole lot of stuff, then God is able to keep me strong through my storms. See, everything that God's going to do is a reference point for what he already did. I'm preaching up in this place now. That's why when I think about See, see, you got to spend some time in his presence. You got to practice his presence because when you practice his presence, God gives you a preview of what he did in your life in the past to give you power for the future. Can I get a witness? Somebody said he brought me too far to leave me now. If he did all that, then the rest is elementary. Do I have a witness? I'm preaching up in this place. Look at this. Uh, he drove back to God's place. He, yeah, he was driven, delivered to a stable, a manger. Uh-oh, here we go. Here we go. What is a manger? It's a stable. It has urine and manure in it. It's where animals lie at night. God... Mm-hmm. Did not send Jesus to a five-star hotel. Uh-huh. But to a lowly manger, a motel. 
Now, I've been in a motel, and I've been in a five-star hotel, and they ain't even comparable. Can I get a witness? See, a motel is a room where you hear the wind. <laughs> a motel, you open up the door, you in the parking lot. Do, do I have a witness? You, you in a motel, when you cut the lights out, something might start crawling. Do I have a witness? This thing is tight! I was, I was telling them this morning, I came home and leave, I think in 69, and this girl I went to high school with, she said, she said, come on around and, and you know, have dinner with us. I, you know, so good to see you. I had my uniform on, and, and, you know, my mother told me, don't eat at everybody's house. So I just, I said, no, thank you. I, I'm fine. I was sitting there, and they was at the table eating. Yeah, so tell me about the military. I was sitting there, and I got peripheral vision. And out the side of my eye, I saw something going up the wall. I said, well, it's time for me to go, baby. I got to. She said, you don't want a peppermint? I want nothing. <laughs> Forget that, doc. It ain't happening. Because see, my mother had white cap, Comet, Ajax. Do I have a witness? Scrub the floor, scrub the walls. Y'all know how it was. The roaches in South Philly around my house was like this. We can't go in. We can't go in. We can't go in. You understand? So, you know, the, the, the fact, y'all excuse me. And that's probably why I don't get invited around members' house no more because they scared I'm going to see something peripheral vision. And then some folk try to get slick with it. Instead of just saying, I'm sorry that there's a roach here or a mouse, you go like this. So what have you been doing? <laughs> no, 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 no. It ain't happening. Now listen to this. He's in the stable. Lord have mercy. He's the king of the universe being born in a motel. Because there was no room for them in the end. The world doesn't have room for Jesus. The world don't want Jesus. The world laughs at the message of Jesus. Can I get a witness? Hey, amen. And child of God, that when you look at this matter of the manger, Delivered in the stable, angels in the sky with an announcement in a concert, they singing, the magi, the wise men bought three gifts. Gold represents deity, meaning deity is born here. Uh, 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 amen. Frankincense is a perfume for perfected character. And myrrh is a burial, embalming influence. Can I get a witness? And when they bought him the three gifts, they worshipped him. Do I have a witness? And here at St. Matthew's, we got to worship him. It's so easy to start worshiping other things. We got to worship him. Do I have a witness? But not only the arrangements, the appointments, and amen, and, and, and the adorations, but the adversaries. Matthew chapter 2, we're going to close. Matthew 2, Matthew 2, Matthew 2, verse 13. Do I have a witness? I'm coming in. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream saying, Arise, get the young child and his mother and flee 
get into Egypt. Herod, the madman, is trying to kill him. We see the fleeing. We see the fatalities. Prophecy of Jeremiah 31, 15, where uh, the women of Ramah was crying out for their babies. Can I get a witness? Arise in verse 20. Uh-huh. And then as Joseph and Mary is about uh-huh, to return to Judea, God uses his fears, verse 22, to lead them straight to the city of Nazareth because the babe shall be a Nazarene. Can I get a witness? Verse 23. And child of God, when you look at the birth, we see anticipation, arrangement, adoration, adversaries. Can I get a witness? But next week, we're going to deal with the arrival. Because when Jesus comes, it affects hell. It affects heaven and it affects earth. It affects graveyards. It affects the dead. It affects the life. Can I get a witness? When the babe is born in Bethlehem of Ephrata, when he finally shows up, can I get a witness? The demon said, we know who you are. You are the Holy One of God. He said, shut up. Can I get a witness? Are y'all praying with me? Uh, in Acts 19, the demons said, Paul, we know in Jesus, we know, but who are you? Talking about the sons of Sceva. Do I have a witness? Jesus is not Santa Claus. Uh, do I have a witness? Oh, he knows what you're doing. He knows, yeah. Can I get a witness? Uh, if you've been good or bad. He, he knows all things. But he's not Santa Claus. Santa Claus is a fictitious element we use to persuade our kids that there is a good, jolly man that will bless you with gifts. Can I get a witness? And it's all right every now and then. Can I get a witness? You know, in fact, when our gifts got above so much money, Santa Claus was gone. We bought this. Can I get a witness? Uh, do I have a witness? And child, and child of God, I left Santa Claus some chocolate tasty cake cupcakes and a cold glass of milk. And I said, Mom, make sure Santa Claus gets the cupcakes. She just looked at me. And my oldest brother who was in the gang came upstairs and said, and I said, why'd you? He said, shut up, boy. Can I get a witness? He destroyed what I believed in Santa Claus. But child of God, as I got older, I realized there was somebody that was sitting low. Sitting high but looking low. There was somebody that was in my life and I didn't even know it. There was somebody that was paving my way and I didn't even know it. There was somebody that was making things happen and I didn't even know it. There was somebody that kept my adversaries away from me and I didn't even know it. He arranged, yeah, he appointed. Uh, can I get a witness? And now that I'm saved and look back, I understand why I'm here this morning. It's not by power, not by might, but by his spirit. Say, yeah, the Lord is my light 
The Lord is my salvation. The Lord is my high tower. The Lord is my refuge. The Lord is my strength. Say yeah. Not happy holidays, but Merry Christmas. Christ is the reason for the season. Can I get a witness? He's worthy. Anywhere there, he's worthy to be praised. He's worthy. Put food on my table, clothes on my back, money in my pocket, clothed in my right mind, orders my every step, won't let no hurt, harm, or danger come near me. That's why I praise him. He's worthy. I said he's worthy. Worthy is the lamb. Not malls. Not gifts. But Jesus. Nobody but Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for another year. Thank you, Jesus, for healing my sick body. Thank you, Jesus, for turning me around. Thank you, Jesus, for placing my feet on solid ground. Thank you, Jesus, when the hellhounds came in, you dispersed them. Thank you, Jesus, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Thank you, Jesus, for bringing me from a mighty long way. Can I get a witness? He bought us all the way. Did he bring you all the way? He brought you through the 30s. He brought you through the 40s. He brought you through the 50s. He brought you through the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, and he's still bringing you. That's why we ought to praise him if it had not been for the Lord who's on my side. Where would I be? As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you want to be saved. Jesus, son of the living God, God the son, came to earth and died on the cross for your sins. He didn't spill his blood, he shed his blood for your past, present, and future sins. And he, they buried him, he got up early on the third day with all power in his hands. If you want to be saved, just raise your hand. People over here, just raise your hand, come on. If your hand's raised, stand up. Don't be, don't be ashamed, we all had to come this way. Just raise your hand. Everybody stand. All children, all parents, stand. If you want to be saved, just... Put your hand up. I'll see you. Or perhaps you are saved. You want to join the church for Christian experience. Is there one? Want to be saved? Want to be saved? Just raise your hand. Come on. Come on. If you ain't saved, come on out here. Praise Jesus. Come on. Like to come? Come on, brother. Come on. Come on, young man. Come on. Praise Jesus. Come on. Glad to have you. Come on. Thank you, honey. Come on. Come on. Oh, come on up. Come on. Praise Jesus. Right here, stand right here, stand right here. Praise Jesus. <clears throat> come on, come on, come on, come on. Praise the Lord. Come on, come on. It's all right. Mom, they're going to be in heaven when we get finished. They're going to be in glory. Is there another? You want to you wanna be saved. You want to be saved. Is there another? Is there another? Balcony. 
downstairs. Here, push, push on down. Push on down. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ, or you want to join the church with Christian experience? They one, we'd love to have you. Just move out. God will honor your faith. God will bless you with peace, His presence, and power. Is there another? Is there another? Now listen, hold, hold the music. Jesus said, suffer the children to come. Can I get a witness? We're going to ask with the mother's permission, would you follow? Lead them to Christ. All right. We love you. Brother Arnold, come on, man. Praise Jesus. Go ahead. Follow them. They're going to lead you. They're going to pray with you. Thank you. Let's get Lord a hand clap. Let's get Lord a hand clap. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, you can do better than that. Over one soul, angels are shouting in heaven. Anticipation, arrangement, appointment, next week arrival. More happened than you would know when Jesus restricted himself. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the morphe of God did not demand prerogatives, thought it not robbery equal God, but made himself of no reputation and took on the form of a servant unto death. We're dressed down next Sunday, 10 to 1130. Core will take place next Wednesday. It will not take place on the 28th. New Year's Eve is Saturday night, uh, December 31st, New Year's Day. Is worship, January 1st. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Our Father and our God, we thank you for your word. And God, how we are moved to see how Jesus was planned into history, how we anticipated, how we acknowledged the arrangement, the appointment that God had made thousands of years ago. And now, God, when we reflect on our life, we pray that you would take control, that you would arrange our every step, that, God, you would appoint, that, God, you would be adored, that, God, you would handle our adversaries, that, God, we would look forward to next week to your arrival. Yes, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Turn your neighbor to neighbor. Amen. Merry Christmas, part one. God bless you.